Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesnar. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Good. I'm in my Christmas sweater. He's in his Christmas sweater. He's in his Poker God t-shirt. We're in the same studio, not evicted, recording live for you to listen to later. Not evicted, but warned formally. Uh, isn't everything recorded live? Why do they ever say things are not recorded live? Because... Uh, well, you could record and edit, but we record it live and then just play it like no matter what. We basically. say we're going to edit, it, then we don't do it. That's like the joke. <laughs> That's like we're yeah. going to edit that out. I think they mean recorded. I don't think everyone, anyone says recorded live. They don't, sometimes they do. I mean, I But do. there is live podcasts that go to air immediately. Yeah, this one is... We're working on it, but it doesn't matter. What's up, Kyle? What's new? What's this happening? This fucking shit's never going live. Fuck that. The video podcast, it'll go live. No. It eventually will go live. We're going to be coming at you <laughs> live. not going live. At the time of recording, it will be live, and then you'll get it live. Sure. Like a live version, but like later. Uh-huh. Exactly. Whatever. I, it's the Bible Beaters live podcast where yeah. you get it four days after it's recorded. The bi- live. They though. wrote recorded this. Recorded live. They wrote this live, and we're reading exactly it like the Bible. 3,000 years later, live. Exactly. It's all live. And uh, it's just as relevant four days after as it is. So what's up with you, Kyle? What's happening? Anything? It's been... We've been, we've been on a weird recording... Got of, a full weekend of... Uh, I'm going to two people's Christmas parties, because that's how popular I am. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't have a fucking job. I'm going to two different parties. That's... I mean that's pretty fun. I'm in a fight with a fucking uh, with the the runner of the comedy scene in Kelowna. Still, he's still mad at you. Well, he's being a fucking douche. This is something we could talk about not on the podcast. Fuck it, no man. <laughs> so I was like, he put me on a Friday. I can't do the Friday. We talked about this last week. I thought. So that's for the Saturday, right? The, yeah. the spot this week. So he didn't put me on no shows. And then he was just like, you have to do clean material if you want to do the Saturday. And then I was just like. Which of my jokes would you like me to do? Because I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh-huh. I don't have a joke about how staplers are weird, you know? You should write which, one. Which of my jokes are clean in his mind? I like the van one. Because I have no fucking idea. See, I bet you he would th- say that's a clean joke. Though I don't even know. It's t- not a clean joke whatsoever. I think I th- I'm going to speak for Dave, even though I shouldn't well, speak for Dave. <laughs> you're talking, okay. I think that he thinks uh-huh. that... Uh, it's more about he's trying to run a business, right? And every time people complain, he gets upset. So he doesn't care if you're dirty as long as you're funny is the point. And so trying no, out ass-eating material on, on the – The charity shows are a show where people who are not comedy fans drag their fucking friends who are not comedy fans to go see a show. So nobody there really likes Good comedy. Good chunk in the audience loved it. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't there. So I don't well, know. Well, not only, not only is it my judgment, which – I got a couple pretty good fucking pops. Yeah. In the three and a half minutes I was up there. Yeah. A bunch of people literally just came up to me, found me after. Yeah. And said I was not only the best one on the show, which is a fucking everyone says that to everybody, but you know, they just came out and found everyone me. Everyone says that to everybody. Well, they don't. They don't. But it's not. It doesn't mean you are. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But they people enough people in the crowd said they were pissed. That whatever, I wasn't doing more time. It doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> I just mean point proven. And like part of the argument was, he's like, there's going to be some people that are going to complain. And I'm like, well, what pers- what jokes in the world have a 100% accuracy rate? Uh, I Which stopped, one? I stopped masturbating in the shower. Yeah. It was, was, ruining, my, my laptop. It was ruining my day every time I hear that fucking joke. That joke is the best joke. It's the fucking worst joke of all time. All time. 
So, um, yeah, we're going to that Christmas party. The yeah, my I'm girlfriend's Christmas party, and going Kyle, as my roommate's date. And Kyle is going as his roommate's date. That should be fun. Um, I think the party. I actually be... have another Christmas party before that, and I'm kind of dipping out of my family one. Um, it's open bar, so I know that's what I'm dipping out. And family. they have like a they have a weed table. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. How cool! There's is hot that? tubs everywhere. Open bar, oh, weed yeah, table. Well, you're allowed to get in the hot Hell tubs. Hell yeah, dude! It's gonna be a disaster. I'm kind of secretly hoping it breaks into some sort of Christmas orgy, but who knows? Really? Who's there in... Uh, I've Ken, her boss. Ken. Right. Mm-hmm. Her boss, Ken. Joe. Just a uh, um, bunch of dudes jerking hilarious, each other off under the water. The hilarious guy that drives the Mini, Jordan, <laughs> Sean, the pothead. All those guys I would like cool. to high-five during an orgy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's fuck your girlfriend. Hell um, yeah. They got... But do you know what they have that I've not ever even heard of at a party? What? They're going to have... So they have the bar, and there's people that don't drink at that company, but also smoke weed. They're going to have like a weed bar. That, so you can go eat edibles. It's legal now, or, dude. I know it's legal, but have you ever been to a party where Hell, there's like... No, that's fucking really cool. A table full cool. of edibles and like joints and like thong rips and a shit? a terrible idea. Oh, yeah. The party... <laughs> it's like, gonna, it's party's not a gonna, party drug. No. It's like... Not whatsoever. You guys want to go to an opium party and all just be in the same room lying on the ground? And here's the thing: there's going to be people that are like, "Oh, I'll try it." Bad idea, dude. I'm gonna go, bad idea. I'm gonna pick up weed cupcakes and put them next to the regular. You're cupcakes. an asshole. <laughs> don't, don't fucking do that. No, I would. It never rules do people's that. day. You would never. No, I would. Oh, really? Not you to, would never. Not, not to strangers. To my friends, I oh, would. Okay. Well, yeah. I've well, dosed my friends lots of times. I'm aware of that. That's why I was like, you would never. Did I ever tell you the story of the time I dosed my friend with a fucking earwig? You dosed him with an earwig. Okay, so. Uh, we were doing drugs, and it was very early in the morning or late at night, and um, <laughs> we were doing hot knives off the stove and because we didn't have any other way to smoke weed that we could think of. So, have you ever done hot knives? No, I don't smoke weed, Kay. but I know what they are. So yeah, you take if you have one of those coil stoves- You like hash though, right? Uh, yeah, or you can just bunch up the weed really tiny or like you kind of- Anyways, so you take two knives, like just like regular kitchen or like butter knives, mm-hmm. and you put them in the coil stove until they turn hot. And then you take a little piece of weed and you put it on the blade, and you put two blades together, and you <sighs> suck in all the smoke. It's kind of like a in like a. You can also smoke crack like that. Crack, yeah. Anything like you want to just do a little bit of, it just goes straight to your dome. Yeah, it's like a, a ghetto way of smoking weed. Anyways. So I got the knives in there for him, and right as I was about to give him his weed hoot, a, an earwig came across the counter, and I just scooped it up and pushed it between the two knives. It smokes. He goes, breathes the whole earwig in, and he goes, oh, oh, what the fuck was that? Was that, an, was that a Cheerio? And I'm laughing hysterically. And I was like, no, it was a fucking earwig. He's like, oh, my God. And he starts puking in the sink. I never laughed so hard. And then in solidarity, um, I don't know if this was the same night or a different night, but uh, my other friend microwaved a Black Widow and caught it up and snorted it. I was going to ask if it was the same person. Uh, different people, but the bigger guy did the... did the. I know who did each. Yeah. <laughs> I know who did the second one, I'd rather. Oh, man. It was quite hilarious. Snorting a Black Widow is dangerous. Yeah, he said his face went numb. Yeah, it's poison. I also don't believe that. I wasn't... Uh, all there. I don't believe his face went numb. That's what he says. That's what he says. That's what he says, Kyle. I had a bit of a nightmare of a day today. Anytime I have to go to my dad's storage unit, aka the big seal box, uh, it's just a 
It's a box of garbage that we pay to store every month. That like what, five hundred bucks? I don't know what it costs. I think like two hundred bucks. I was watching your Insta stories. Yeah, it's on Insta. <clears throat> if you want to see, yeah, Dick Spazer, which is retarded to spell. D y c k s p a z e r. Yeah, it's my very first email. I've never changed it. I don't know what it means. My doesn't brother, mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. But sometimes I get like, lol, hilarious username. I'm always like, what do you think that means? Exactly. They, <laughs> they make up their own funny thing in their head that yeah. they relate to. And uh, I saw a thing you were talking about. They're like goblets. Wooden <laughs> ones, like platinum <laughs> ones, whatever the fuck you're saying. <laughs> so I want one. Wooden, plastic. I got a, in the third video, I got a plastic goblet. I don't but want plastic pl- is crap. I don't want plastic. We have they have like nice silver fancy Hell like yeah. Lord of the Rings goblets. Literally take two of them. <laughs> I mean I need one in my hand. It's now the big seal box is back stacked up. You have to tell them the day before you're coming and then they bring it down. Okay. Well it's like a shipping yard of containers. Tell them Wednesday. Tell them Tuesday for Wednesday and bring me a fucking goblet. I want a chalice. A chalice. I deserve a chalice, the rather. Silver chalice. I don't want. I in, need. Uh, in hope. So, do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? No, it was only Sunday, no. and he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. It was the death of Samson. Oh yeah, so right. So Samson pushed the two buried. Pillars. Yep. Yeah. Buried under the rubble, immediately recovered. No, he died. Yeah, no, but his body was immediately recovered. Um. Then his brothers and his father's whole family went down to get him. They brought him back. It didn't say immediately. It just said they brought him back, buried him. Yeah, but wouldn't he be a? Wouldn't um his family be a? Be uh, foreigners. Wouldn't they be angry at them? The Philistines that he murdered. They, they would not really want his body drag out. So no, they must have came. With, they must have came with an army or something. But it actually, actually doesn't say that. His brothers and his father's whole That's family. That's exactly what it says. His it's brothers, just his family and his whole family. Whole family implies like a lot. You know what? Yeah, that could be like that hundreds could be like twelve hundred people, people <laughs> thousands of people. Yeah. They brought him back and buried him between Zorah and Eshtael in the tomb of Manoah, his father. He had led Israel for twenty years. So now, um, this is Judges 17, Micah's Idols. Now, a man named Micah from the hill country of Ephraim said to his mother, The 1,100 shekels of silver that, was taken, that were taken from you and about which I heard you utter a curse, I have that silver with me. I took it. So that's a kind of a strange way to start a story. So a guy... I'm not sure what that means. Someone so, stole silver? So... 1,100 shekels, that is 28 pounds of silver. So uh, a guy says, you know that eleven, that 28 pounds of silver that you lost, that you cursed, by the way? I have it. That's the start of the story. That's the opening scene to, I guess, this Quentin Tarantino movie. How do you curse money? I guess you lose it and you say, whoever spends that, I hope they fucking get AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a hope. And then, so, that mother, that money, which you was taken from you and I heard about, and I heard you utter a curse, I have it. So he just says, that money you lost, I got it, actually. And she then his mother said, the Lord bless you, my son. When he returned the 1,100 shekels of silver to his mother, she said, I solemnly consecrate my silver to the Lord for my son to make a carved image and cast an idol. And a cast idol. I will give it back to you. That is expressly against the law. Idols. And I've said this. But they love them. They're addicted to them. I've said this before on the podcast. And I'll say it again. That's actually one of the reasons um, the the Jews or Israelis uh, don't have sculptures or paintings. 
um, in any of their history. It's only the they don't ra- even have paintings. No, it's a grave. It's an image. So, like the Romans all have busts. Like you have a bust of Caesar's head. Yeah. Or like the like many almost practically every culture in the world has carvings and paintings. But because of this no images law, we don't know what any of these people look like, and it makes it kind of. And those things are some of the things that make it down through history. Let's let's say you know because parchment or paper or writing often is destroyed easier than a carving or a statue. Like the ancient Babylonians, most of what we know from them comes from like steels or carvings or engravings. Basically, a giant pillar or totem pole where they'll write all the shit on the fucking totem pole, and then so. But the Jews never did that. No carving, no painting, or nothing. So Fuck. we're reduced to their oral oral history and written history. That's all we have. Which, you know, if, again, God, that's God's rule. So he, God's just fucking us in the future even harder, right? I, I want there to be just the barest amount of evidence that I said this shit. Right? It's important, though. Yeah. He it's car- important to have very little evidence. He carved it into the fucking Ten Commandments, and no one knows what happened to those, right? <laughs> Aren't they, are they rumored to be still around? They're supposed to be in the Ark which who knows where the ark is for sure for sure 100 percent melted down for sure 100 percent, they never existed probably no they i mean it's probable that they existed i wouldn't even i wouldn't go that far considering all the stuff that we found from other cultures you really think so why wouldn't they because it would be the most important uh historical artifact and it would melted down by an opposer yeah, that's what they do, dude. Oh, that's they, what you're saying. The Babylonians okay. no, that's t- took it and melted it down and mm. said, made Fuck a new you. god yeah. out of your god. <laughs> said, oh, this is where your god lives? We're going to melt it down and build a god that we like out of it. Fuck was you. it made of gold? Yeah, it was made of gold and fancy wood and silver and uh, jewels. We we talked about it for weeks and weeks. Yeah, the first one got carved in stone. And that's all I can think about, right? <laughs> that, that, well, that was the Ten Commandments. But the actual Ark of the Covenant was inlaid with gold. And no, I two- know that. But what are the commandments? They're still stone, right? The, the, there's the Ten Commandments, the Big Ten, you know. Mm-hmm. First one. And they're on stone. No other gods. Do you know them, Kyle? No. I don't even know if I know them all. First one, no other <laughs> gods. Thou not covet thy neighbor's wife. That's near, way at the end. Yeah, that's but number, it's on there. <laughs> yeah, that's on there. No, the first three are all of, to do with God's holiness. Thou shalt not steal. No Thou shalt go- not kill. Those. That's five and six, I believe. Honor your father and mother. Number. Thou shalt not blaspheme God to his face. That's number two. Number three is honor the Sabbath. Uh, your mom and dad. Don't put me on the spot, Kyle. This is we'll edit That's that back bad. in on yeah. my live, on our live podcast. We'll edit that back in. We'll edit that back. Where in. it's correct. So, anyways, back to Micah. So, scene opens. Micah says that eleven, that twenty-eight pounds of silver. How does this woman have twenty-eight pounds of silver? By the way, she must be fucking very well off. She just dr- jacked. Also, just quads on her. She just carrying twenty pounds of silver all the time. <laughs> Could you imagine how... Ex- you know what, though? All those old world women yeah. were just fucking jacked. Not even, like, old world. My dad said his grandma... I was just about to say. At, they, my, gra- my dad ran a fruit stand. My grandpa ran a fruit stand. And she's, he said his, uh, his aunt or his mom's sister would carry two, like, 50-pound packs of uh, potatoes. She yeah. said he could hold them with her arms outright. Which it's fucking insane. I almost don't believe. I don't believe they're 50 pounds. But two sacks of potatoes with her arms out. Hell yeah. That's crazy. And my grandma grew up on a Hutterite colony, right? Yeah. She's 90 now. She still has four arms bigger than me. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, they had to fucking work. That's grip strength, man. Yeah, yeah I know. That's that's from actually doing work. Yeah. That's labor. Yeah. 
You know, that's that when people talk about old man strength, that's just work. That's work strength. That's yeah, that's a lifetime of like picking shit up. It's an old up. man in a cubicle. Yeah. It's the old man that worked in the mine. Yeah, or fra- like framer, film. roofer, any, any whatever. Where we have to. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of tradesmen now have it pretty fucking easy. There's all these tools and shit. That's true. It's it is a lot easier than it has. A lot been. easier, man. But it depends. Also, if you're like a house framer. You're going to do almost all your moving of lumber and stuff by hand. If you're on a site, you get a crane or a machine, right? Yeah. I don't think it's that impressive anymore. No? Being a... I don't think you're going to get old man strength just for working a, Even a just trades job. banging hammers. I don't think... Well, it's better than doing nothing. Yeah, it's true. And also... I literally do nothing, so I have to go to the gym twice a week. That's that's too many times. I know. Man. It's way too many. Some bum stole my shoes out of my car. after Your I new fucking, shoes? Yeah, after I hurt my fucking foot. Some bum stole my fucking shoes. Really? So, yeah, that's a giant pain in the ass. So that's why you haven't been to the gym in two months? Well, mostly it was my foot injury. Mm-hmm. And now I, it's now I don't have shoes. How's your vagina? It's very tender. So he finds this. The money says, bless him. When he returned the money, this 1,100 shekels of silver to his mother, she said, I solemnly consecrate my silver to the Lord for, or my son to make a carved image and cast idol. I will give it back to you. So he returned the silver to his mother and he took and she took wait, that's can you read that again? She goes, Thank God I found the silver. I solemnly swear to use it to make a silver idol, which is expressly against the Bible. Yeah. Who's she swearing that to? She said the Lord. The Lord. The Lord in caps. So it's gotta be So is she rubbing it in his face? I think she's here's what this is my this is my not professional, just once Maybe this is a different Lord. No, I think she's like, imagine you became a Christian and you used to be Muslim and you're like, I, okay, imagine you used to follow one religion and now you follow a new one and mm-hmm. you want to follow God in the way of that you know how, which is your old religion. Or let's say, okay, so you were a Viking. So you think she's recently converted. And then, and then maybe, well, she lives in, I don't know why she would say make an idol because that's expressly against all the Jewish laws. <laughs> is right? she Jewish? Do we know that? Now, a man named Micah from the hill country of Ephraim. Ephraim is the half-tribe, right? Sometimes okay. they're with the Israelis. Sometimes they're fighting the, right. the Jews. So I use Israeli and Jew inter- interchangeably. I don't know if there's a difference, but I just use them both just to have Israelis a Israelis are from Israel. Um, yes, Jew can be a religion or otherwise. It's true. So I just use it for like a little spice to just change up the name. Yeah, you don't want to use the same word. That's just good storytelling right there. So... She says, I will cast an idol. So he returned the silver to his mother, and she took 200 shekels. That's 2.3 kilograms, or 5 pounds. So not a lot of the initial 28 pounds. So she took... uh, Like a fifth of it. Like a fifth of it. And and gave it to her son to make a a legal idol. And gave them to a silversmith who made them into an image and the idol. What image? The image, I don't know. Of God? I did, it doesn't say, actually. Of herself? Hang on. So let's keep reading. Let's find out what happens. Now, this man, Micah, had a shrine, and he made an ephod and some idols and installed one of his sons as his priest. That seems like a lot worse. You got a shrine going now? In those days, Israel had no king. Everyone did as he saw fit. That's a fucking great line. Could you? That's where I want to live, in a place with no king where everyone does what they see fit. No, I think laws in society are good, but it sounds nice to live but in But anarchy. Place. Mayhem. A, no streets, in, no fire department, no th- police. I know. that's, a, that's not, Nobody wants that. However, I do like the idea of just like, if you're not bothering, libertarianism, but it doesn't work in practice. 
But that's the idea that I like. Uh, now this man, Micah, okay, whoops. A young Levite from Bethlehem and Judah who had been living within the clan of Judah left that town in search in some other place to stay. On his way, he came to Micah's house in the hill country of Ephraim. Micah asked him, where are you from? I am a Levite from Bethlehem and Judah, he said, and I am looking for a place to stay. Then Micah said to him, live with me and my father and priest, and I'll give you 10 shekels of silver a year, your clothes and your food. So the Levite Ten agreed. 10 shekels a year? I guess that, that fucking sucks dick. That is. How many shekels did she ounces. find? She had 1,100 shekels, which is 28 pounds. God then damn. Then she used five pounds to make the uh, mm-hmm. idol. And then he's going to give four ounces or 110 grams a year to this guy. And I think live with means work for me. Yeah. Like, you come stay so here. So she found over 100 years worth of wages in silver. Yeah, or she had. Didn't say she found. I thought she found the silver. No, it's just, I thought she found the silver and it was cursed. No, Micah. Okay, I'll read it again. You never listen to me. Now, a man. This is from the top. This is all we know. So, when, before you ask me where the fuck is Micah and who did he come from, this is all it says. Now, a man named Micah from the hill country of Ephraim said to his mother, "The eleven hundreds of sh- hundred shekels of silver that were taken from you, and about which I heard you utter a curse." I have that silver with me. So I she lost her silver or was stolen. Yeah. And then her son, Micah, or a random dude, Micah? Her son recovered it. Now, okay. Because a man the named one Micah you said, cursed. To, said to his mother. No, no, no. She cursed the money, the yeah, silver. Yeah, exactly. So she's fucking the loaded. Story, the story just starts out with this guy's like, I have this <clears throat> silver. Hey, mom, I found your money. Yeah. And I think the curse is relevant because... Because that's why she's turning into an idol? But then she said, the Lord bless you when he returns it. And now she's like, let's make an idol out of it. This is the story, Kyle. I don't have any more information than that. Kyle's looking at me like, this story fucking sucks. I want to know more information. This is what the Bible says. According to the Bible, this is all you need to know. Okay. So the I'll, follow, said, God's, I'll follow God's lead then on the this Levite's one. The Levite's there. Something's coming. He offers, It'll explain it all. Tie it so, all together. It's one of those movies so, where you find it at the end. So he offers him. There's Micah the whole time. The 10 shekels a year, four ounces a year, um, silver. Or, of silver that sucks dick. Clothes and food. So the Levite agreed to live with him. And the young man was to him like one of his sons. Then Micah installed <laughs> the Levite. Is he paying for a living son? Like a slave. But Doesn't say that. It says he's like one of your sons. So he's a good yeah. dude. They got along. So this young man, Levite. I wouldn't say slave then. Dude, by the way, the Levite is, uh, right? All the Levites, they're destined to work in the tabernacle or the church, right? That's the Levite's job. The Levite's trade is religion. And so he left the Levites. He's like, fuck this. I'm sick of church, basically. Mm-hmm. And he le- goes to Ephraim. He's like, there's probably something going on over here. And he just becomes like a farmhand. He's like, this is my new life. I work the farm. This guy gives me 10 shekels a year, pays for my food. I sleep here. I, wor- I work here. We're bros. And we get along. It's more like a. Fu- it says he was like a son to him. So a hooker's two shekels. That's five hookers a year. Pretty good. <laughs> Have a good life. <laughs> then, then Micah installed the Levite, the young man, and became his priest and lived in his house. So the P- Levite becomes a priest in Micah's house. And Micah said... He becomes a priest? Yeah. To him? The Levite becomes the priest of the house. That's what the story says. What the fuck is a house priest? It's What, what the mean? fuck is a house priest? What do you mean, what do I mean? The young man became his priest and lived in his house. Just pr- his priest? Yeah. You could be a priest for one person. Well, you gotta every family. Everybody has to have a priest to like do the offerings and shit. Yeah, but doesn't a community does, have one? 
Exactly. <clears throat> so I guess they didn't have a priest in this Levite. In their like, whole community. That's or what it says, just Kyle. them. Because what it sounds like is there's lots of other priests, and he was like, yo, bro, you want to be my priest? He's like, sure. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Everything. Why? Because it doesn't. it's not really ceremonious to God if you can just be like, hey, hey, dude, slave That's or brother or whatever, and like, want to be my priest? Sure. That's why. Now you have the power to talk to God. Cool. Kyle, I guess we're on the same team. You stumbled onto a profound point, it's just, which is why every fucking man of God ever is full of shit. They're just some guy. Every pastor... Every priest, every bishop, the fucking pope, they're all just a fucking dude that was like, I'm going to get into the church business. And then they put on stupid fucking dresses and they stand in front of you and make you feel bad about the shit you did during the week. I am jealous of those dresses, though. But that's the point, is that they're just a guy. That My mom is just a lady. She's just some lady. And hot, she's like, I hot, talk to hot God. lady, though. I talk to God. And you're like, no, you don't. Shut up. Right? And she's like, yes, I do, Caleb. And I talk to the pope as well. Yeah, that Pope's just a fucking guy. <laughs> no. I have no respect or veneration for the Pope. All right? Like, just because he's the Pope. I mean, apparently this guy is pretty well read, and he's, like, trying to do some good stuff. He only wears a $10 watch. Then why the fuck are they using fucking Catholic Church money to pay the you, fucking you know, it's funny. It's like crime a, cases for all their pedophiles? He's like, when a, you give money to the Catholic Church, you're sponsoring pedophiles. By the way, I just every anybody who's like a Catholic that listens to this, yeah. every single dollar you spend, twenty percent of that goes to fight pedophile for you, pedophiles in let's, court. Let's just short it. If you're a Catholic, you love pedophilia. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> across the board. You know what's funny? It's like how, how people in power, they try to say how they're uh, like presidents used to do this, too. Some of them are like, fuck you, I'm the shit like Donald Trump and wear yeah. like fancy watches and stuff. And some of them be like, see, I'm a man of the people. My watch is four dollars. And then you go like your shoes are five thousand dollars. Your suits, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. But your watch is 20 bucks. Congratulations. <laughs> like the, everything the Pope has is worth infinite money where he lives infinite money in the vatican is that where they does he, he lives there hey like he gets up isn't that what takes a shit in the vatican i'm pretty I guess, sure i guess it's like the white house isn't it you know the queen has her own toilet like her own special bathroom that That's no one uses awesome i mean it's not even that big of a deal it's hilarious though. a very poor person could well not very poor a middle class person get their own toilet i know but it's funny to think that that's the queen's shitter and then some like Whatever bad smell comes out of whoever has to clean it, they're like, oh, the queen. <laughs> it's like for sure her mess. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know? I don't know. Like the Pope's fucking robes have to be worth like thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Probably. Yeah. He's got an expect- a fucking stupid hat. A closet like Inspector Gadget, all of like thousand dollar robes. Exactly. But he's like $10 watch because I'm not into material things. Yeah. Really? Then wear sweats. I want to see a sweatshirt and sweatpants. Ro- the- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because I think, I think you like having your robe and your hat and look, being better than everyone. That's what I think you like. And it's also pomp and ceremony. It gives people the illusion that it's important. You put on the That's fancy hat. That's my whole hat. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were really like, I'm a man of the people, you would dress like them. But you don't dress like them. You dress like you're better than everybody. Because I have to. Because God wear, mandated it. But you, every time you're in a photo op, you roll up your sleeves so everyone can see your $10 Casio. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. So the Levite agreed to live with them, all right? And was a young man... I'll be getting into watches again. The young man was to him <laughs> like one of his sons. Then Micah installed the Levite. The young man installed the Levite, and the young man became his priest and lived in his house. And Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will be good to me since this Levite has become my priest. And that's the end of the story, Kyle. That's what? the whole fucking story of Micah and his idols. 
How did the how did the he why become it, his priest? Why is it um he said you're my priest and the Levite said all right I'll be your priest and then he said oh thank god. Now, the fact that you said yes means the Lord is now on my side. Now I know that the Lord will be good to me since this Levite has become my priest. Can you priest. believe I have a priest in my own house? Meanwhile, I must be God's favorite. He's making idols out of silver that was cursed. We don't even know what kind of idol it is though. It was a graven image. A silversmith and made them into an image and the idol. So it looked like something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst description I've ever heard. About. No, exactly. Oh, it looked like something? Dude, if you go to the fucking. <laughs> if you go to the imager page, it, it would be 404 not found. It wasn't nothing, though. It was it something. It looked like something. It Who wasn't random chance. Made them into an image. It wasn't random chance. He did something idol. to make it look like something. Wasn't that story a waste of time? <laughs> Huge fucking waste of time. I hate that story. So what we know is two people we don't give a fuck about so far in the Bible yeah. found some silver, committed blasphemy, got a priest, end of story. That's the Still story. don't give a fuck about him. That's moving on. I hope they show up again. The Danites, I hope this is like one of those... Uh, Kyle, if we can get through the next two pages, we get to hear the story of the Levite and his concubine. And I think that's the same Levite from this story. Ooh, it better be. And... Kyle, you will not believe that story. What's it called when you get an, in a movie where they put something in? Foreshadow. This foreshadow. is a big foreshadow. It might be the same Levite. I don't know. Because I didn't read ahead today. I actually didn't read it all. Because work. Day night. Settle in Laish. Laish? Lash. How would you read that? I would read it as uh, Laish. <laughs> Kyle's, Laish. Kyle's old. He's like smugly takes the Bible. <laughs> and then he sees the word and then his face contorts. All right. Nailed it, though. <laughs> I would read that as a, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. The day nights set, settle in Laish. In those days, Israel had no king. And in those days, the tribe of the day nights was seeking a place of their own where they might settle because they had not yet come into an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. Oh, the Danites, sorry. It looks like Danites, like Danish, mm-hmm. but it's the Danites from the tribe of Dan. Why would it be Danites? Why would they, what would this, what would they be doing that far south in the desert? Yeah, where's no, the, where's the night nights? Makes no sense. So the Danites sent five warriors um, from Zora and Eshtehol to spy out the land and explore it. These men represented all their clans. They told them go explore the land. Um, I just want to pause there. So I guess. In the very olden days, according to the Bible, at least, I don't know if this is true of any other culture. This is just something I thought of. Because they're always sending out spies, and then they go in and conquer it. So everybody that ever traveled was must have been taken in a very high degree of suspicion, right? Because you'd like, to, who are these? Remember how many times they catch spies or they get accused of being spies? Mm-hmm. Like Abraham is forced out of his land because of the famine, and they're like, we caught some spies. Uh, they're from the Jew land, and they they enslave them. And well, stuff I guess like you that. assume everyone that doesn't look like you or that you know on a first name basis yeah. is trying to get you. That combined with they actually are sending out spies all the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't say they were wrong to think no. that. But it was so traveling was a very precarious, probably pretty fucking dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But we have to have a silver tongue. So go out and explore the land. The men entered the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Micah. Okay, so maybe this Micah story is on something. Okay, it's continuing. Where they spent the night. And he's like, and Micah's like, hey, check out this priest I just got. Um, Where they spent the night. When they were near Micah's house, they recognized the voice of the young Levite. So they turned in there and asked him, who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? Why are you here? He told them what Micah had done for him and said, he has hired me and I am his priest. 
Then they said to him, please inquire of God to learn whether our journey will be successful. So now they're like, oh, you're a priest because you said so? Yeah. So they're like, okay, talk to that's God for the, us. That's, that's fucking the, insane. That's all the credentials you need, Nothing Kyle. happened to make him the priest. That's... Real? I want some water splashed Dude, on somebody. Kyle, I want like a, That's how the world works I want right to be now. voted on by like a clergy of high-powered priests or something. I want something. Do you know how you become a pastor? No. You say I'm a pastor. Fuck you. Really? Hey, I'm a pastor. I'm starting a new church. You want to come to my home group? You're a pastor. I'm Pastor Kyle from now on. <laughs> pastor the Do interrupter. something about it. Pastor Kyle the Interrupter. Do something about it, anybody. Can you... I call myself a priest or do you actually need documentation for that? I mean, to be an ordained priest... What's the difference? Okay, officially... You, is this guy an ordained priest? It doesn't say. It didn't say. It said he was his priest. Do they even have those back then? Today, in modern day... See, again, I don't know the Catholic Church as I well, well as I know the evangelical or Protestant church, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yep. So, to be an ordained priest, you have to like go in, serve, pass some sort of fucking test. But really, it's one guy going, all right, he's ordained. It's not like... There's an exam, and you have to like speak in tongues for this amount of time, and heal six six people, or six sick people. You know, none of that shit. It's all just made up. You go to semin seminary school or theo theological school, right? And you get your fake degree in studying this one book, right? <laughs> yeah. That we've been reading now for a year, which is preposteroni Tony. Like, think of all the shit that we've read, and they believe it verbatim. Verbatim, yeah, they believe insane. it. And then they get a degree in that, and then they're like, well, you're dumb enough to teach this to other people. Here's a fancy robe. People go, oh, my God. That guy's wearing a robe, and he's standing at the front of the church. He must know what the fuck he's talking yeah, about. And he's he knows God. They don't know. man. The, the do people, you think they ever go like, holy fuck, I'm in way over my head? Or do they yeah, go, all the time. Yeah. Yes, all the time. And you know that they do that. Because they some pastors admit it. Every single Sunday, they're like, it's been a rough week. God, everyone's looking at me for the answers, and uh, so far, God hasn't responded to my prayer, so... You guys hear anything? I've been praying like a motherfucker. It's like I figured once I got the credentials and the robe and stuff, you'd start talking to me, but... Yeah. I know, that's... that's Dude, that must be why they pray to like Mary and other saints and shit, because God isn't answering. They're like, well, we prayed to God, heard nothing, let's ask his mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> People I think it's, pray to Mary? Yeah, some people pray to the mother of God, some people pray to different saints. She did nothing... Well, she gave birth to God, Kyle, so... She was a hole God came out of. That's something. And that's the... Well, yeah, that's true. That's not nothing. You're right. She's womb of steel. <laughs> um, so they said, by the way, these people are spies, and they're going to hurt the people that live there. And they're like, can you oh, please inquire of God to learn whether our journey will be successful? That's, the, that's what they said, the spies. The priest answered them, go in peace. Your journey has the Lord's approval. So... This priest knows fucking nothing. Well, he can't even see a spy. God didn't. God didn't let's, shine a let's light. Let's shift gears into Bible mode, right? Let's assume because it's the Bible, this priest is actually talking to God, and God said, "Yeah, I approve of the spy's mission." So that's what happened. So the five men left. So God, God likes spies. He likes the Danites, or you never know if God is doing this for the people of Israel or to punish somebody, right? Sometimes it's, I want to punish the Philistines, so Israel, go go take them over. What What is Micah? Micah's a guy. Just, we don't know his... Uh, there was a man named Micah in the hill country of Ephraim. Or anything? That's, no. that's his credentials. And the other dude's a Levite, the new priest. The priest the brand is new a Levite priest. from Bethlehem. Yeah. And Which is 
Uh, he probably didn't know it at the time. One of the coolest places to be from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little, it's middle of nowhere. Yeah. So the, the five men left and came to Laish where they saw the people that were living in safety, like the Sidonians, unsuspecting and secure. That's, I mean, those little parts like that make it so much more worse. You know, they saw these people just living there safely in peace, unsuspecting, just not knowing the reign of terror <laughs> that was about to upon them. And since their land lacked them. nothing, they were prosperous. Since what? Their land lacked nothing. They were. Oh, prosperous. they had. They were. They were doing really well on their own. And uh, the word they had prosperous, a real nice society going. The word prosperous has a note on it, and the note says the meaning of the Hebrew word. Sorry, the meaning of the Hebrew for this clause is uncertain. So there's no, they don't know what that means. So they said it means prosperous. They think they've deduced it oh, means prosperous by context. Yeah. Also, this is like again, the language God chooses to communicate in is incredibly vague. Only for us though. Isn't there a Bibles in every other language? Like pretty much. They've translated it to almost every, every yeah. single language. Yeah. I know. It's. Uh, and every time God's been like, eh, close enough. Also, they lived a long way from the Do you think he's ever like, ah, this is what I get for uh, doing that thing at the beginning where it made people not understand each other? The Tower of Babel? Yeah. Uh, He never does that again in the Bible, so no. No, but I mean, if he didn't do that, then we'd all speak the same language, understand each other, and get along. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God, God, and yeah, no, that's... That's what I'm saying. We made the point at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a he's a fuck with her, man, and he's a. I don't know why. What people, do you think? He's like people can't understand my Bible. It's so frustrating. Then he goes, "Oh wait, <laughs> I remember I did that thing, and I'm only going to do it in one language, which is very obscure." <laughs> that is kind of weird. It is weird. I never even considered that. Like, he that didn't why it... didn't he write the Bible in every language? At least everyone at the time. It's no one knows it in in Bible in, or have some book that changes in Matthew. Depending on what it says, you know what? what? You I'm going to open this up for to everybody before up until Jesus came and died. So that's why the Jews don't believe this. this. Is we're going into the theology again, but this is the religion for the Jews only. Then Jesus comes, dies. He says he comes back to life apparently, and then says, you know, this is now for everybody. Go make the Gentiles, everybody. And then Paul is the main guy. And then he spreads it to Rome, Greece, you know, around, and then it becomes Rome's uh, major religion. And then they spread it to the whole world by the sword. When they say it's a religion of peace, it isn't because it was spread through fucking warfare and genocide. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how we got there. I don't remember even what we were talking about. So I'm going to go back a paragraph. So verse seven. So, the, pre, the priest answers them, go in peace. Your journey has a load of approval. So the five men left Laish where they saw that the people were living in safety, like the Sidonians, unsuspecting and secure. And since the land lacked <laughs> Unsuspecting nothing, is the worst part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They don't even have a clue. Oh, look at these fucking idiots. Oh, look at all the land they got that's awesome. And Just that's living in their it. lives peacefully. So unsuspecting and secure. And since their land lacked nothing, they were prosperous. Also, they lived a long way from the Sidonians and they had no relationship with anyone else. Well, completely self-sustaining. B. Uh, so anyone else that has a note that says some, oh my God, Septuagint manuscripts? With That's not other- even a biblical word. That's them explaining the Bible. So it either says they had no relationship with anyone or no relationship with the Armenians. Try that word, Kyle. Try that on for size. Why would they use that to explain it? Septuagint. <laughs> Never heard of that word in my life. Me neither. I have no clue what it means. They need a note for the note. Um, so, Good thing I have a computer in front of me. So so, the, so, so this is the people of Laish. Uh, S-E-P-T-U-A. 
G-I-N-T. Septuagint. It sounds like a spelling bee. Septuagint. A Greek Old Testament or... The Greek Old Testament or Septuagint is the base of the first part of the Christian Bible canon. What the fuck does that mean? Okay, so it's the Greek version of the Bible. So when they found... So when they compared the Hebrew version to the Greek version, the Greek per- version said they had no relationship with the Armenians, and the Hebrew version said they had no relationship with anyone. That is very confusing. Also, that's kind of a red flag as far as the Bible has continuity goes, right? I just like to point out every little thing. I, a lot of times, I even hear myself like nitpicking all this stuff, but you have to, if you're going to say that this is the word of fucking God, then you, you are held to an unbelievable standard yeah a godlike standard yeah exactly because i i'm even annoyed with myself nitpicking so much sometimes but i always remind myself that people believe this verbatim and you have to like just be ruthlessly if they were willing to waver and but then their god doesn't exist as soon as you do that i got in an argument with somebody and it's like how it took like forever but it it was talking about that exact thing and they're like, well, the God, the God of the Bible doesn't exist. And I was like, then what proof of, do you have for your God? Yeah. You have nothing. You have a feeling. Same as the person who wrote that shit. So, so he was a Christian and he said. He's a new Christian. Oh, because he doesn't want to believe all the bad shit. Exactly. So he's got, yeah, he's got this feeling. Yeah, exactly that. So ver- back to the Bible, verse 8. But I'm but, like, then your God is based on nothing. You realize that. It's based on the loose idea of the New Testament version of this God. Yeah, I guess. They don't, Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's that to them. It has a basis in history. They don't believe they they're like half hippie. Like they don't believe in uh they didn't rather. They didn't uh, believe that there was a heaven or hell after that you died and became part of one consciousness. Oh, so this guy's just believing his just own making nonsense. shit up. Yeah. yeah. Verse eight. When they returned to Zora and Eshtel, their brothers asked them, how did you find things? They answered them, come on, let's attack them. We have seen that the land is very good. Aren't you going to do something? Don't hesitate to go there and take it over. When you get there, you will find an unsuspecting people and a spacious land that God has put us in, that God has put into our hands. The land lacks nothing whatever. Then they sent 600 men from the clan of the Danites armed for battle. To, dude, Just to murder these people and steal all their shit. Immediately, come on, let's attack them. Fuck, look what we found. I like how they're acting like they... Like they struck like gold or something, yeah. But just by finding a bunch of easily murderable people, yeah. It's the same thing, you know. What? It's even easier than finding a bunch of food or good soil because they already did all the work to grow shit in it, and Dude. they've stored a lot of stuff. And they're look, they don't even have weapons. Yeah, like an idiot. Do you know what I've been reminded of? Um, a scene in um, Khan Igledon's book about Genghis Khan. Those are my keys. Oh, I threw them on the ground because I keep playing with them if they're on the table. Um, anyway, so in this uh, his fake history book, it's not a real history book. It's like historical fiction. But anyways, there's a scene where the leader, I think it's Subodai, um, is talking to a Chinese diplomat. And the Chinese diplomat accuses of him being a barbarian and killing people and hurting people. And he goes, no. He's like, because they're doing the exact same thing, right? They just find people that like farmers, peaceful peasants, and they just fucking kill everybody and take, and all, take their all, stuff. all their stuff. And he's like, I'm a wolf, dude. That's what wolves do. If something is weak, wolves go for the weakest one. That's, I am a fucking predator and you are in my way. He's like, we can kill people. Like, it, it'll take more work to go conquer the Arabs, which we'll get to. 
But as a wolf, it's my job to eat everything in my path. <laughs> and I just from like a from an animalistic standpoint, well, it makes the, sense. Back, but there's even historians that argue that Genghis Khan shouldn't be held to that standard because he didn't know that those people were people. There's historians that go, listen, at that time, people didn't they saw races as better or worse and they thought the Chinese deserved to be wiped out and Look at all the good that happened because Genghis Khan did that. And they, like, absolve him of those sins. And other historians are like, are you fucking out of your mind? People are people are people and you can't. Well, yeah, but it's everyone tries to base their own morality to situations in the past. I don't have an opinion of that either way. I don't know anything about Genghis Khan except for he's like 1% of everyone in Asia's (laughs) bloodline or something. So you don't even know anything. I mean, he's probably a sociopath. Yeah, exactly. But... I liked, and if you once you get into the argument of like he didn't understand people, sociopaths don't understand shit. Here's the thing: the only thing that really matters is how much a society is willing to put up with. Yeah, as a collective, that's what all that really matters. There's no actual rule and just law. I like whatever a collection is willing to, willing to I, let happen. Well, that's kind of the fastest idea. Which I there's a part of me that like looks up to or admires that like, listen, your food. We are the conquerors. We're the best. Serial killers. <laughs> yeah, they're all the the sociopathic yeah, not, ones. Don't not actually serial killers. Well, they don't. They don't. I'm talking. They look at everyone else the exact same way. The difference between okay, a serial killer is a like a one person. I'm talking about like conquerors, like Alexander the Great or Caesar. Just because they have more people on their side, kind of. But the rest of the people they, they rallied up might not be the same. No, it's true. Like it's ex- it's like what about uh, Charles Manson? His followers weren't all sociopaths. He was. You have to kill more. Once you kill hundreds of people, it becomes cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when it's just a family. And a thousand years has passed. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a weird thing that like, I like all conquerors in history. I'm like, that guy's badass. Attila the Hun. Dips, because it is badass. Dips cause... his arrows in the embryos of defeated fucking women. That's what They dipped all their arrows in the bellies of women who were alive for their next battle to make their arrows more fucking poisonous or pungent or whatever that's like a thing that's that they, fucking insane that's horrible right that's like one of the worst things as i'm reading i'm like that's so badass <laughs> it, it captures what the fuck is that because we're sitting here with our soft bodies and our but our instincts and our genetics we're warriors and we're like oh you're it's a little taste of it i you think know? that's i think it's in like male dna that's why sports are good that's why you want to compete but yeah now you have to i mean we've, it's not in all male dna I know a bunch of bills of that. that's not in their DNA. There's a part of me that's like, I wish we could just go to war. Not, I don't wish, because I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I wish I lived in a time where I could be a wolf. You wish you could do that, but people wouldn't die. You know uh, what I mean? Or even like, even melee combat, that was a bit of more, it's like an honorable combat, at least. It's not like getting nuked or bombed or shot. It's like, I have to go there with a sword and you have to fight me with a sword and we'll see what happens by the thousands. Give people a chance, more Caleb. fair. I know, of course. If I, I don't know if I had to live there. What do you backtrack immediately, you pussy? I just know if I was raised in a warrior society, I would be a badass warrior. You would thrive, dude. You're tiny. Doesn't matter. I'm, dude. I'm strong. Plus, I can see, which is one of the biggest things ever. How many people wear glasses? I have perfect vision. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. So that's like a huge leg up on ev- like eighty percent of people. How many people wear glasses? Not eighty percent. Forty percent. Thirty percent. Probably way less. No. 10? 10% of people have wear glasses. Yeah. Everyone in my family wears glasses, so... That's because they're all gay. Okay. <laughs> gay people wear glasses. Kyle. No, just your family. That was just an aside. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it doesn't matter. Let's, let's keep reading. So, where were we? So, they said, let's take them over. Then 600 men 
came from the clan of the Danites, armed for battle, and set out from Zorad and Eshtael. On their way, they set up camp near Kirath, Jerium, and Judah. This is why west of Kirath, Jerium, is called Manadan, which means Dan's camp. Yeah, it's way more, by the way. What it's is way it? way fucking more. It's like half over half of women and 42% of men. Yeah, see right there. That's a huge advantage. But it's also because as you get old, you need glasses. And so we all live skewed. in a world where we're staring at screens and stuff. Mm-hmm. But still, it would still be 20 to 30% of people, I think, need some sort of glasses. I would like glasses. some stats under 30, you know, stats. when everyone died well before then. Dude, you could probably look up. Don't do I don't, it. Now. I don't want to be fun. the podcast that looks shit up. I'd rather. You're going to be the podcast that looks it up and then says you don't want to be the podcast that looks it up. No. Right after. No, no, no. It's not that I don't care. I, I don't want to look. I don't care about the results. I don't like when I'm listening to a podcast and they're like, hey, Jamie, pull that up. And then they start talking about stuff on the screen that only the two people looking at the screen can see. Luckily, we're talking about words. Yeah. And then we're saying them with our mouths. I just am so sick of Joe Rogan putting on videos for the fucking back table <laughs> podcast with 20 minutes of the podcast dedicated to a YouTube clip that no one can fucking watch. Or barely hear. Yeah. Any of those fucking Burt's. Bert Kreischer's podcast. I didn't listen to it ever. I've only listened to him on other people's podcasts. Sucks a fat dick, dude. Dude, it's so. All he does is talk about how nice everybody is. It's really popular, though. God all those damn, guys it circle sucks. jerk each other, and then they all. Everyone listens to all their podcasts. Bert Kreischer has a bus. He doesn't want to fly, so he tours in a gigantic I bus. I would do that. No, I mean, that's how rich he is. That's awesome. He's so rich. He I has a gigantic bus with his fucking name on it to do comedy. That's amazing. For one person. Okay, so. Bands have that because it's like six people. And equipment. He's one dude. And equipment. And equipment. He's one dude. And roadies and shit. And he has a mega bus. Like, not even a small one, like a huge one. Like a Make America fucking Great Nick- Again bus? I don't know what that means but probably uh that so the they, so five men they set up camp to this day it's called that from there they went to the hill country of ephraim and came to micah's house so the 600 so first they sent out five spies yep they went back and said it's dope they're easily we're wolves so micah's the place that micah lives in the place where everyone's a big pussy in ephraim it doesn't say that it just says ephraim. it implies it it said that they were unsuspecting and secure yeah pussies then five They're men. Like, oh, they let people. They talk to their guy, and he's like, "Have they? Did they try and fuck you up?" He's like, "No, they gave me money and a job." And they're like, <laughs> "Oh, these fucking bitches, we're gonna stomp them." So then the five men who had spied out the land of Laish just said, checking, to their out, brothers, "Checking out all their idols, made of silver everywhere, just like oh, I'm gonna work out pillage know, these motherfuckers." Do you know that one of these houses has an ephod? The other household gods, sorry. Do you know that one of these houses has an ephod? Other household gods. A carved image and a cast idol. What's an ephod? I think it's an altar. Oh, I don't okay. know. <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. So they have the carved image and the and the idol, which his mother got made out of silver. Yeah. Correct? So they turned in there and went in the house of the young Levite at Micah's place and greeted him. The 600 Danites armed for battle stood at the entrance to the gate. The five men who had spied out the land went inside and took the carved image, the ephod, the other household gods, and the cast idol, while the priest and the 600 armed men stood at the entrance to the gate. When these men went into Micah's house and took the carved image, the ephod, the other household gods, and the cast idol, the priest said to them, What are you doing? They answered him, Be quiet. Don't say a word. Come with us and be our father and priest. Isn't it better that you serve a tribe and clan in Israel? As priest rather than just one man's household. So the Danites, who are Jews, who are part of the tribes of Israel, right? Come and they say this, see this Levite there. They're like, why don't you be our priest? Fuck this Ephraimite. 
Come work for us. Isn't it better oh, to wow. work for Israelis? God, so you just call yourself a priest and everyone wants you. Yeah, because you have God on your side. I know. It's sweet. Why wouldn't slaves do that? Why wouldn't they just be like, I'm a priest now? You can't. Because you can't. You can't. Why? Because obviously. Because you have to get some other human being to validate your priestness. You could, if you could somehow get enough money to get to another town. A lot of times they peer, like they fucking scarred priests or not priests, slaves' faces. They pierce their ears. They yeah. cut their ears off. Okay, what like if you're when you're just, a slave, what if you're just a loser. That's why they made black people slaves. It was very convenient to notice right away that that guy's a slave. They used to tattoo slaves. That's a good point. That's I've never thought about that. They what? I guess, yeah, it's a lot easier to just be like, oh, that guy's automatic. That back in uh, Mediterranean, they had to like either mark or mare or scar or tattoo their slaves so they they knew they were a slave, right? The 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 Jews tradition. And then as soon as the baby comes out of, they a would slave, pierce just... their ears. So you'd put him against the door frame and pierce his ear, and now he's a slave, and everyone could tell that he was a slave. So it's not as easy as just going to the next town and saying you're not a slave, and everyone's like, look Fair at his enough. pierced ear. What if you're just a fucking loser, though? And now you're like, like everybody, think, God says I'm a priest now. I don't think. What's I, up? I mean, I'm sure people did I'm that. Because you're saying there's no process. There has to be some kind of process. In this story, there was. There is the Levites in their own tradition. Like, we remember back in Numbers, the process of becoming a priest? Like, this guy must be pretty fucking powerful, this Micah dude and their family, if they were just like, hey, everybody, this guy's a fucking priest Oh, now. yeah. Dude, they had 28 pounds of silver. Yeah. So they're rich. So that's my point, is the influential people could maybe mark priests, but I don't think you could just call yourself a priest, or anyone could. There has to be an order of power involved. That was like a big deal. I keep getting sidetracked here, but this was a big deal back when Charlemagne became king. The king of the Franks. Oh, good rapper. The post, the or sorry, the Pope put the crown on Charlemagne's head, which Charlemagne fucking hated because it implied that his power came from the Pope. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So then when Charlemagne crowned his son, he put the crown on his own head. He took the crown and put it on his own head, and I'm the king, and I say what the fuck goes on. Right? His son did that. Yeah. Pip or maybe no. Charlemagne's dad, Pippin the Short had the crown put on his head, and Charlemagne put the crown on his own head. Oh, okay. Anyways, but that's kind of what we're talking about here, is the, the power deference? It's power of installment. It's power of, it's all perception, really. Yeah. I know, it's a big rigmarole. Like, mm-hmm. that word holy, and glory, and like robes, and honor, and all that shit. None of that is has any tangible fucking meaning. Like, holiness is just nonsense. If we're going to go stuff further, neither does our money. It's tear down society. It doesn't really. It only has money as worth as much people believe in it. That is but, worth though. But it is a lot. And a lot of people believe in holy so Influence, that gives yeah, it worth. Exactly. Influence is worth. That's what especially for things that don't have inherent need or value. So anyways, so they said, "Why don't you be a, a priest in our household?" Then the priest was glad. He took the ephod, the other house. So the priest liked so this he idea. He just he just fucking he just got crowned a priest by this dude that he crowned, loves. Crowned a priest. Whatever. Got crowned a priest <laughs> by this family that took him in, that he's like his brother. And then as soon son, as... Son. Son. He hmm? said he was like a son to him, not a brother. I thought he said brother. Son. Said son. I read son. All right. Said, the young man became his priest. Uh, no, the, the young man was to him like one of his sons. Oh, okay. So he's much older. So as soon as... Uh, a better offer comes along. He's like, see ya. Basically, yeah. The priest was glad. He took the ephod. Traded up. The other household guards and the cards. He took the ephod? 
the other it's household like, gods, and the carved image. So what the fuck's an ephod then? He didn't take a whole altar with him, did he? Just look it up. I don't know what an ephod is. So I, he stole all their shit as he left? Yeah, I guess. That's <laughs> so, so fucked up. And he went along with the people, putting lit- putting their little children, their livestock, and their possessions it's in front of them. It's a sleeveless garment worn by Jewish priests. Okay. Oh, so it's... We had this thing before where you, th- you think it means something else. Yes, the ephod. So it's a, a sleeveless garment. So it's kind of like a vest. <laughs> the holy vest. That's oh, so stupid. Yeah, it's it looks like a it. A holy dress. A holy sleeveless dress. Yeah, that's what it is. So he took the ephod. With jewels all over it, according to this. So he took the ephod. Kyle, listen what else he takes. Just robbing all their shit? The household guards, the carved image, and went along with the people, putting their little children, their livestock, and their possessions in front of them. They turned away and left. So they just took, they just robbed this guy, and they took his kids, and they took his animals. They took his children. Is that what it says? Putting their little children, their livestock, and their possessions in front of them. Oh, in front of them. So they're making them walk. They're driving them away like slaves. Jesus Christ. When they had gone some distance. And that's a man of the Lord. Yeah, that's God said, God gave his approval to this. When they'd gone some distance, I mean, this is in the. This is fucking insanity. Also. So Micah has the power to priest this guy, but doesn't have the power to not get his children fucking stolen. When they had gone some distance from Micah's house, the men who lived near Micah were called together and overtook the Danites. As they shouted after him, the Danites turned and said to Micah, What's the matter with you that you called out your men to fight? Uh, You just took my children. You stole my son and all my valuable possessions? He replied, and my animals. For he that replied, matter. you took the gods I made and my priest and went away. What else do I have? It sounds like the priest did it, by the way. How I can you I ask? I think you want him back. How can you ask what's the matter with you? Every once in a Good. while. <laughs> Finally. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you chasing us, man? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What's the matter with you? The Danites argued, don't argue with us or some hot tempered men will attack you and you and your family will lose your lives. So the Danites went their way, and Micah, seeing that they were too strong with him, for oh, him, fuck off. turned around and went home. So they just punked him? Yeah, they just punked him, dude. I'd rather die. Don't argue. Would you rather me. die? It's like, look. I don't know. Take your cattle. Take my shit. Give me my kids back, or I'm coming at you and a bunch of your men are going to die. I would rather, in, that, in this exact case, I would rather bide my time. Not with your children. Okay. Just the, getting There's 600 armed men. There's 600 armed men in front of you. You could die right then and there, or you could plot revenge. Your children are for sure beaten and probably raped. You could, okay, you could die on the spot, or you could plot revenge. What do you choose? I would probably plot revenge. No, I put up a proposition. I'm like, look, you have 6,000 men. I have... 600. 600 men? Yeah, 600. 600 men? I have 200. You got more than me. But let's, if you don't give me my fucking kids back, keep the cattle, keep the idol. You don't give me my kids back, at least 200 of your men are going to also die, because we're coming at you. (laughs) It did say that Micah went with the men who lived near him. So you got to think his neighbors. I would say... It's 50. 50 to 600. All right, 20, you're going to die. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. So the then they... So they, they... Micah, seeing that they were too strong for him, turned around and went back home. Then they took what Micah had made and the priest and, the, and went on to Laish against the peaceful and unsuspecting people. They attacked them with the sword and burned down their city. There was no one to rescue them because they lived a long way from Sidon and had no relationship with anyone else. The city. Oh, so this wasn't Laish that Micah lives in? It's a different place. Micah lived in Ephraim. Laish is next door. Oh, so they just mentioned how shitty Laish was and they easy to conquer. Great Laish and they, was. 
And then they came. Yeah, how great, but easy to conquer. Yeah, yeah. And then they came by and asked the priest, and they're like, oh, this one's too? Yeah, we'll hit this on the way. Yeah, it's they just, just sent the spies in there. It's oh, like a corner a store. Why it's not? like they're going to rob Costco, and they just robbed the gas station in the parking lot, and then went on to Costco. Yeah, they got some nice stuff. Not the best, but... <laughs> We're taking this. Try and stop me. You got people, don't you? Um, in, the, in the city... Sorry, the city was in the valley near Beth Rehob. The Danites rebuilt the city and settled there. They named it Dan after their forefather, Dan. <laughs> I love that obvious shit in the Bible. They named it Dan after... Dan. After Dan. <laughs> they named it Dan after their forefather, Dan, who was born in Israel. Though the city used to be called Laish. There the Danites set up for themselves. Israel used to be called Laish? Um, that city used to be called Laish. Israel, what used to be... They took it from somebody that lived there. I can't remember off the top of my head. But the Is- Israel used to be something else. Israel was like... Uh... Oh, fuck. I'll find out for you guys. But Israel wasn't Israel before it was Israel because they took it from people who lived there. Doesn't seem right. Um, I think it was a lot of places. So it, from there, we should go back even farther and put a movement out to uh, take Israel away from the that's Jews. That's what the Palestinians Jews say. And give it to the really. That's what they oh, say. They say they had it first. Yeah, that's like the whole argument. It's literally thousands of years of atrocities on both sides. Oh, I get it. So uh, they're the it's kind of fucked up that the whole world was like "fuck you, Jews." Then you know, what "fuck you, you, Jews." You get it. Just well, fuck you to everyone else. Jews up until get it. 50 years ago, it was fuck the Jews. You guys get it. Because they didn't have a country for f- hundreds of years. Right? Yeah, but. They somehow managed to keep their Jewish culture being spread out across the world by living in tight knit communities. That is fucking insane. It is. And, and they were persecuted. <clears throat> so That probably helped, by the way. It did probably help. <laughs> yeah. um, there, the Danites set up for themselves the idols. And the John, sorry, there the Danites set up for themselves the idols, and the Jonathan, son of Gershom, the son of Moses, and his sons were priests for the tribe of Dan until the time of captivity of the land. They continued to use the idols Micah had made all the time the house of God was in Shiloh. Shiloh. That's the whole story, by the way. So what? The so next, they just used their shit? Was well, that the, the end of it? The, the, ne- ne- the next week <clears throat> on the podcast, we don't have time, right? No. This is the story. This is a fucking crazy story. The Levi- I want to know what happened at the end. That's it. They took the they took the place. They renamed the it Danites. Dan. Yeah, they renamed it took Dan. Lishish or whatever the fuck it's called. Laish. 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 And they set and then up, they used their idols. They set that up was the, idols. the end. And yeah. then they used them. Yeah, they set up the idols. They continued to use the idols. Why like would I you worship idols all the time that you just stole from a place? I know. I they don't know. didn't work, dude. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Is it like collecting gods like they're pogs? Yeah. You just, the I, more you have, the I more I imagine they... it, that's exactly it. And the more gods you have, the better. Yeah. As in, the more gods you have in your possession. They're like, we had five gods that kicked those two gods' asses, but now we have eight. Now we have now eight we gods. Now we have seven, I mean. So it's like, <laughs> how could it be, like, yeah, it would just be more, more power. More god power. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're just collecting them. Like, they would bring their I gods... I actually get it now. They would bring their that gods... That actually makes sense to me They now. would bring their gods to battles, right? And the winning side would take the other god and be like, now we have these two gods. Our god is in charge of your god. But if your god wants to work for our god and help us... That's hilarious. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of making this up. No. People collect shit now. There's no way they didn't do it back then. You know? People obsessively collect everything now. Back then, they're like collecting gods. Yeah. That kicks ass. So what's next week? Next week is the Levite and his concubine, which is ends horribly. It's one of the worst stories in the Bible. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worst as in best for me? 
Yeah, you'd love it. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love it. Okay, uh, dildos out there. John, love it. Tell your friends that. Uh, I mean, next week's podcast. If you're gonna get somebody to listen to a podcast and be like, you wouldn't believe what the Bible says. Next week is be next week will be a good one, I think. Oh yeah, and we got merch, baby. Oh, we got merch. People f- find it difficult. People have a bunch of people. Actually, a lot of people have DM'd me. But if you can't figure that fucking shit out, send an email to BibleBeaters at Canada Comedy. How many people? How many tukes do we have while supplies last? While supplies last. How many do we have? I'm not putting the information out there. Okay, you can tell me after. And uh, and yeah, send an email to Canada BibleBeaters at CanadaComedy.ca, or you can PM me or DM. It used to be PM on the internet, private message. Now it's DM, direct message. Well, you know, so I'm not up with the nomenclature. I think that they when I was renamed cool. it direct message because it's not private because they're stealing it and posting it everywhere. <laughs> That's probably accurate. Zuckerberg's like, we're going to change it to DM because I'm reading all the shit. So Kyle Vessner on Instagram or Bible Beaters on Instagram. Don't message me because I don't really read my spots. Yeah, don't message But Kim. my Instagram is by far the most entertaining, I think. I put hilarious videos of great. my dad on there. <laughs> Dick Spazer. Yeah. Good luck, good luck spelling it. D-Y-C-K. S-P-A-Z-E-R. There might be an underscore. I'm not sure. I, if I put an underscore in, I'm a real retard. I'm looking it up. Oh, I don't have internet. There is an underscore. Yeah. So there's an underscore in there. Yeah. Dick underscore Spazer, uh-huh. which is my original hashtag. No one steal it because you can't because I have it. Moving on, Kyle. Did we get any emails this week? We got. We, I'm excited about this one. Okay. We got a recurring character. Okay. He's back. Keith. Keith. Keith is Hell back. Oh yeah, baby. Keith's Keith. back. We thought that we had uh, finally offended you. <laughs> I guess not. Keith is unoffendable. Unoffendable. Which, which is a good quality, Keith. It is. Keith says, I'm a bit behind in listening to the podcast. Yeah, no fucking shit. We thought you were dead. We were going to send the police on like a fucking, <laughs> what do they call those checkup? Like a... Rescue helicopter? No, 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 no. When the police come to like a quality of life checkup or, or something. What the fuck is that? It's like when you're like... I was thinking SWAT team and shit. Dude, that's when the police come to your house and be like, your friends think you're suicidal. You're not answering any phone calls. That's only a, that's only even thing people know in popular culture. That's a thing that would have to happen to you for you to know that's it exists. To me. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that. <laughs> that's why I was like, what the fuck? No one else knows that exists. Yeah. We were going to do that to Keith. You know just how, a joke. You, know you how, didn't have to bring it up and make it serious, Kyle. You know it's like that thing that's really sad that you would only know if your friends thought you were going to kill yourself. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> no one else should know that. And they probably dude, don't. And as, dude, the fucking cop shows up. And you're like, oh, fuck. What do I do now? And he's like, how's it going? You're like, good. And he's like, uh, you know, and he doesn't. He kind of just beat around the bush for like two yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's and awkward. I'm like, am I in trouble? He's like, no, you're not in trouble. We're just coming here to check up on you. Blah blah it's blah. It's almost worse. I just can like, I be in trouble? Yeah, I mean, right? I'm the guy that. Uh, yeah, no, I. It was embarrassing. God damn. <laughs> you know how it's like that thing. <laughs> I'll move on. You're God supposed to walk over, Kyle. Oh, no, I could. I could. Holy fuck! That was a long time ago. That two, was two years ago. <laughs> well, let's try to help you out. Two. two Two things. Keith says, first, I have to agree with some of your other emailers. Your mom's answers were disappointing. Thank you. I wonder if it wasn't really her low battery or maybe a full bladder that made her seem rushed and unsure of some of those answers. Nice lady, I'm sure, but some of those remarks seem to be random. Oh, dude, uh, dude, you're preaching to the choir here. I just am glad that I got her to answer that shit publicly, and you guys can see what a top, she is one of the top minds in her field. Yep. All right. I'll fucking t- I'll t- I'll take anybody 
I'm throwing credential it out there. Credential to credential? What, no, just whatever. If you want to talk to me and tell me that the Bible's true, I will fucking argue We take with all you. debaters. Yeah. And, dude, with my mom, I had to take the stance that this is the nature of God. And, yes, she has nothing to say other than, yes, he did that shit. And they deserved it. Because nice lady, I'm sure, but some remarks seem to be random. But you know what? They were so bad because you deserved it. I deserved it. Oh, Keith. He's a little callback to the to the episode okay. where she said that people deserve to die. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> Second, regarding the fleece that Gideon used as a sign from God. If you're not aware, so uh, Gideon, God said, we need you to help stand. You need to stand up, protect the Israelites. And he said, if it's really you, give me a sign. I need the fleece <laughs> to be wet and the ground to be dry. All right. And then, but where the ground was previously wet. And then, no, but then he does it. And you know, that's unbelievable. That could never happen. He asked him to clean up a just, spill. Just to prove that this is really you, I need the fleece to be dry and the ground to be wet. So he did the inverse. See that spill on the ground? Wipe if it you're up. real magic, you could take this paper towel, make the paper towel wet, and the spill dry. Okay. So that's the miracle that Gideon had performed. In high school, I actually tried that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what exactly you tried. That's awesome. He put a fucking blanket in his yard. I know. So that's it. For some reason, a piece of a shag rug was in our front yard, yard, so I prayed for God to show me a sign. If the rug was wet with dew in the morning, but not the grass, I knew... Because the fucking rug soaks up the dew! It would be God. Next morning, it was wet. Because it soaks up the dew! And why do you think the ground would be dry? Because it got it soaked up in the fucking rug. That's so funny. I thought I thought somebody might have been messing with me. <laughs> so I did like Gideon and it prayed it would be dry in the morning. While the grass was wet. The next day. Yep. Next morning, it happened that way. Oh my god. I even checked the grass under the rug. And it was dry. I thought it was supposed to be wet. Yeah, it's supposed to be wet. It's supposed to be wet, dude. The I, hang fuck? on, hang on. The first night, the fle- fleece is wet, the ground is dry. Yeah. To me, that's obvious that the rug just soaks up the dew. He thought someone was messing with him, so he prayed. And then if you get the, if you actually got the, the fleece dry and the ground underneath it wet, I feel like that would be more impressive. And then he said, I prayed it would be dry the next morning, which I assumed is was the, the fleece. fleece. Oh, yeah. And then he says, while the grass was wet. Okay. Next morning, it happened that way. I even checked the grass under the rug. It was dry. Okay. That's so the exact opposite. Whatever. Either you made... So I'm just going to assume that it worked the way that it worked the way the Bible worked. So you had a miracle. Okay. Nobody just happened to find my rug and toss it out on the grass after the dew fall. Okay. So it, this is your story. This is how you're going to convince me that fucking God exists from this fleece argument that I have to take just your word for it. Dude, if you're going to make up a miracle, make something more impressive up than the Gideon one. I fucking straight up believe he did this. (laughs) I believe he did it. I also believe that you, when you want something to be true. Yeah, you manifest it and you look at all the the things that. uh, Was it completely dry? Was it damp a little bit? We don't know if it was dry or wet because he says both. Yeah. In the same paragraph well, i think that he i think that he means it worked the exact same way as the bible we'll give him the benefit of the doubt that it worked the exact same way as the bible so what 
Like, so what? Pick up a fucking mountain and move it, Keith. If you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can do that. Do it in front of everybody. That's not even a lot of faith. That's, that's, you don't even have to have a lot of faith to move mi- a mountain. minimum amount of required faith. Mustard seed's pretty small. Grow somebody's arm back, okay? Why doesn't God heal amputees? Because he can't. Because he's never done it. <laughs> he takes and I don't li- give a shit if somebody at your church went to Africa and saw a witch doctor do it. Because it didn't happen. They're all fucking liars. They're just telling stories that somebody else told them. Yep. I've, dude, I lived in church. That was one of my things. Everyone's claiming miracles. Every church I go to, fucking people, this is when I was growing up, because they all believed in the healings and the gold teeth and all this shit, and everyone was a story of a story. I never saw a miracle once, and I looked. I went to thousands of churches. That's not, That probably is an exaggeration, but hundreds and hundreds of churches. I went to church three times a week, four times a week from the age of like nine to 16, almost I won't say like over the whole year, but for at least six months of the year. That's what I did. I was homeschooled. My dad traveled around pre- town to town, church crazy. to church. We, we drove around. We drove all the way down to Mexico, up to East Coast, Great Britain, Australia twice, Great Britain again, Mexico, across Canada and back. I've been to church everywhere. I've not seen a miracle. All I have is stories of people that know somebody that saw a miracle. What about the Virgin Mary on toast? Yeah, I mean. Miracle. She- <laughs> Unequivocal miracle. How does that happen? And dude, we have cell phones now. Start filming these fucking miracles. <laughs> you know what? With the rise of technology, miracles have gotten a lot less. I know. See, God hates technology. Also, the guys that have can like somebody had cancer, we prayed for them while they got their cancer treatment, and yep. they got better. Yep. You know, it's fucking annoying. He says, "What was, what was my sign that God was supposed to be answering?" I don't know. You just you you tell us, Keith. You said you prayed. I don't remember exactly, but it was probably related to asking a girl out. And I'm sure, and I'm sure this is hilarious. She said no. Hold on, is he on our side here? Not sure what sign from God was supposed to mean. Maybe a warning that she would turn out to be a basket case or something. So you feel like you dodged a bullet because of this, or maybe you, you know, I, I, Lord I, I, of Hosts. I think he's joking with us. I think. I think this is like a playful tone that he I think did it this is one too. more time. Sorry, I take everything so antagonistically. It's just. I, I think know. he was fucking with you too. I was just having fun. I with just it. by default assume that people believe this, and anytime someone believes this, I'm not actually this big of a dick in real life most of the time. You think he prayed? I'm I'm way more carpet. of a dick on this podcast because you're not right in front of me. If you I'm were a, right, I'm a bigger me, dick. If you were right in front of me, though, I usually just ask questions like, "Okay, so God does miracles," and then I just lead you down a question path, like I did to my mom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, these are good questions. I like, I know I'm going to entrap you because you, because <laughs> if you, doesn't matter which way you answer these questions, eventually you'll come to a thing where God can't do both of these things. Yep. It's called a contradiction. Well, worse than that, it's against what he says all the time. So he's all good and murders people by the thousands. Mm-hmm. They deserve it. That's the only thing you could say. And then you can, then you can worship that asshole God. You know, if God is who he says he is, you just have to worship him for his assholeness and, like, celebrate it. Like, I'm glad all those people are dead. Yeah, your mom did say that. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> which is crazy. Your mom fucking straight up said it. Which is crazy, though. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, fucking insane. And then, but she she said it. She doesn't believe that in her heart. She, I, I know her, she doesn't believe it in her heart. But I forced her to say it. Because your mom's a good person. That's why she's like, my battery's dying. Click. Yeah. Because you're going to force her to say all this other That's horrible shit. That's what I was shit. talking about. The, yeah, because literally children fed to bears. 
and she, so I confronted her about that. I've said this before, but at one time we but were the at, poor tambourine girl. We were at Starbucks, and I was we had this. We were going down this road, and I was like, "Tell me that children deserve to get eaten by bears." And she just started crying, and she never answered the question. We kind of let it go there. I think that I think that's a clear. Uh... Victory. Yeah, no, not victory. I mean, that she doesn't believe that. If you start crying, you don't believe. I know, but she couldn't answer it. Yeah, because she thinks as soon as she does, she... Well, God knows your fucking heart. Even if you... Whatever you're thinking in that moment, God knows it. Good point. That's the reason I can never become Maybe a Christian. Maybe she was crying because now she knows she's going to hell because in her heart she didn't believe it. You pointed out to her for the first time, so you sent your mom to hell. Uh, awesome. <laughs> you're going to be there. Awesome. <laughs> you guys can party together. That's the thing. God knows your heart. So even if you're going through the motions to pretend to believe this so that you don't go to heaven when you die... Yeah. God, whoops! Sorry, okay. just play. I didn't mean to do Songs that. Songs, podcast is over. <laughs> what time is it? I've got like four missed calls. Of people, I'm supposed to pick All up. All right, see you next week. <laughs> Emails to BibleBeatersAcanada.ca. <laughs> Our battery's dying. <laughs> I was going in circles anyway.